What's going on everybody? Thank you so much for tuning into the Jay Magopa podcast. If it's your first time listening, here is your extra immersive. And if it's not your first time, here is your extra immersive. It's the final episode for 2023. I'm really looking forward to all that's going to be taking place in 2024. You're going to see that we are trying to take things to the next level and we want you to be a part of where we are going. Um we have been doing a sermon series called Transition, um a three-part series. This is the final part. I just had to make sure I get on here. I upload it so that I do the whole sermon series uh because we are taking things serious, are we not? Um I'm going to pray then we're going to get into uh the final part of this uh sermon series. Let me pray. Father, thank you so much for everyone who's listening to the podcast today wherever they're listening to this on Apple Podcast, on Spotify, on YouTube. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus may you touch their hearts as they'll be listening to this final part of this uh sermon series. May it do a great work in people's hearts right now. In the name of Jesus we pray and we all say amen and amen. We learned and have been learning that um when we are getting into the new year we have to remember life is not just about starting and stopping beginnings and ends but it's also about transitions and many times when you only think about the start and the end you can find yourself going in circles or instead of going forward you're just starting and ending at the same place and forgetting that actually what we are to be taking note of is we are to be moving into the different seasons of our lives and making sure that we are growing as we are doing that so there's three parts to transitioning number 1 we said in part 1 you have to reflect see what happened see the good see the bad the next part of transitioning into your new season is you have to what you have to correct so the things that you find out that aren't good you have to make sure that they get corrected don't get into the new season without things actually getting corrected guys i saw some people in the comments who said that that was really ministering to them guys make sure that you make the corrections before the season the the mistake many people make is they try to make the corrections in the new season but it's a new season you must have already made those adjustments in the old one so you can transition into the new one well but this is the next part about how you can transition and that is you have to connect before even getting into the new season listen don't say i am going to make these changes i'm going to step into this thing in the new year no in the season where you are before that season whether you are changing jobs whether you are changing uh, ventures you're taking on projects you're taking on look while you are in that season you have to connect already to the new season i'll give you this example many of you have watered a garden before and you know that before the flow comes before you open the tap you have to connect the hose pipe because if you try to connect the hose pipe while already things are moving you're going to cause a mess and that's what many people do you can find yourself causing a mess in your new season because you are trying you you you're you're connecting to the season late and what many people miss out on is the fact that you are to connect to the season before the season starts so i want us to to look at three things that we are meant to be connecting to 
as we're getting into the new season. The first thing that you must connect to is to people. You know, I want you to know one thing that is very core to us as Africans, if you are listening to this as an African, is we need people. We need people. People are a vehicle and a tool that God uses. You can't escape it. You can't run away from it. As a matter of fact, when God sent Jesus um, to save the world, he didn't send a lightning. He didn't send an earthquake. He didn't even just send a spirit that was going to speak to people's hearts. No, what God does is he sends a person. How much more will he continue to use a person in your life? But you know, we have to make sure that we are connecting to the right people in the new season, but also make sure that you are being the right person in the season. And I want to put this thought to you. You have to know the difference between the Judases and the Peters. You have to know who is your Judas and you have to know who is your Peter. But on the other side of that, you have to make sure you are being a Peter and not a Judas. You see, many times you look at the life of Judas and you can point fingers at him and say, he's a betrayer, he's a betrayer, he's a betrayer. But there's more to the story than that. Actually, his life was quite tricky that if you were put in his same positions, you might have actually struggled or find, found yourself maybe doing the same mistakes that he made. Let's look in the book of Matthew, chapter 26, verse 20 to 25. It says, When evening came, Jesus was reclining at the table with the twelve, and while they were eating, he said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. They were very sad and began to say to him, one after another, Surely you're not talking about me, Lord. Jesus replied, the one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The son of man will go just as it is written about him. Look at what Jesus then says. But woe to that man who betrays the son of man. It would be better for him if he had not been born. Have you ever been in a situation where, it seems, where someone is talking about you and you know they're talking about you? Where everybody in the room doesn't know about the situation, but you and that person know about them. And it seems like they are, they are saying something about you when you two know that this is about me and you. How many of you know that that can be so uncomfortable? It can be so uncomfortable. You can even ask yourself, am I cared about? Am I loved? Should I stay here? Uh, do these people want to be around? Does this person who's supposed to be uh, the savior of the world, does he actually like me? So that is a very tricky thing to be in as Judas. So the Bible tells us that Judas does betray Jesus, but he was not the only one to betray Jesus. We also see in Matthew chapter 26, verse 69 to 70, it says, Now Peter was sitting out at the courtyard. A servant girl came to him and said, You also were with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied it before them all. I do not know what you're talking about, he said. So we are seeing in terms of the levels of betrayal, there was Judas who betrayed, but there was also Peter who betrayed. They did the same thing to Jesus. But I want to show you that it was not so much about what Judas did. You know, many times you would say, how oh, most it was predicted, it was predicted about Jesus. You, someone even in church, because I preached this in Faith Point Church in Cape Town, um, and someone did ask me and say to me, you know, I found that quite strange that there was a prophecy about Jesus being betrayed and Judas was the one who would do that. Now, why is he being treated bad if there's a whole prophecy around that? And I want you to know that even though the, prof the betrayal was so bad, 
it was not the thing that took Judas out. As much as the betrayal was bad, it was not the thing that took Judas out. Let me show you what, showed, what took Judas out in Matthew 27, verse 3 to 5. It says, when Judas had betrayed him, he saw that Jesus was condemned. Listen to that. I, I want to just take a side note and show you that the Bible says Jesus was condemned. Now, that's good news to you because Jesus put himself in a place where he would be condemned so that we would not be condemned. Instead, we would be convicted. You see, what condemnation will do is it will kill you. What condemnation will do is it will put you into a prison. But what conviction does is it sets you free. What conviction does is it gets you back on your feet. What conviction does is it revives you and puts you back on the path. The Bible tells us Jesus was condemned after Jesus, Judas, betrayed him. He was seized with remorse and returned the 30 pieces of silver to the priests, to the chief priests and the elders. I have sinned, he said, for I have betrayed innocent blood. What is that to us? They replied. That's your responsibility. So Judas threw the money into the temple and left. Then the Bible says this. Then he went away and hanged himself. The Bible tells us Judas died via suicide. Why did Judas die? Judas died because he was stuck in the moment. It was not just because he he. He betrayed Jesus. The same forgiveness that was available for everyone was available for Judas, but he stayed in the moment. Now let's look at Peter. You see, and that's what one of the points, before we go to Peter, that's one of the points about a Judas. A Judas can't go past a moment. A Judas can't go past a pain. A Judas can't get past a victory. Can't see, okay, now God is taking us to the next level. Okay, a new season is opening. Okay, a new day is before us. A Judas will stay in a moment instead of letting it go. Let's look at Peter in John chapter 21, verse 5 to 7. It says, he called out to them, friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, throw your net on the right hand of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul in the net because of the large number of fish. When the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, it is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him for he had taken it off and jumped into the water. Look at what Peter does. Peter knows he also betrayed Jesus. Peter knows that also he has made a mistake, but look at what Peter does. Peter does not want to stay in that moment. Peter does not want to stay in the moment. And that's how you are going to differentiate the people to connect to in the new season. People who don't want to stay in the past. People who don't want to stay in the pain. People who don't want to stay in the offense. They want to get out of it. So they will take the opportunity to reach out to you. Now I want to tell you something that you will be wrong to do. If there is a Peter who is trying to get out of the situation and you reject the Peter, you are wrong. If there is an effort to make things right, if there's an effort to move away from the wrong, to move and to go forward, and someone maybe who was stuck, someone who made a mistake, someone who maybe had a victory, but now they're saying, I want to try and go forward. If they are trying to make efforts around you and with you, 
and you do not accept the efforts, you are wrong because that is not Christ-like. Christ saw the try that, that, that Peter made. Now, I want to show you one thing. When you are noticing a Peter and you are seeing Peters that you must connect to, and because, because even though Peter failed, even though Peter denied Jesus, it's the same person that Jesus said, I will build my church on this rock. He's the same person. You know, one thing we must know about people is that just because they have made a mistake, it does not mean that those people are wrong for you. You know, sometimes we can reject people. We say, because that didn't work out, because they made me feel this way, because, and we can want to push them away. I want you to know, just because, look at, look at Judas. Judas had a tense time with Jesus, but even though it was tense, it does not mean Jesus is not for him. Peter had a tense time with Jesus. Jesus even looks at Peter and says, get behind me, Satan. But Peter did not let those things hold back, hold him back. So one thing about a Peter in your life is you're going to see that, that their attempt to be close to you, their attempt to fix things and their attempt to move forward is going to be messy. The Bible says Peter jumped in the water. Peter jumped in the, meaning he was going to be soaked. And if he wanted to come around Jesus, Jesus was going to be impacted by that as well. So he was willing to do it even though it would be messy. And that's the thing you need to understand. Is sometimes a, a person you must connect with, when they're trying to reconnect with you, they may not do it the right way. They, they may not, it, it may be messy, but accept the effort if it is coming your way. If it is coming your way, accept the effort. You see, another thing about, a P, about Peter is this. I want to show you this. In John chapter 21, verse 15 to 17, it says, When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon Peter, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. I want to tell you one thing. You know, the older you get, the more you begin to realize that sometimes in life there are some things that there's no real closure around. And sometimes people can try to strive to get closure. I want, to be, I, want, I want closure around this thing. I want closure. I want closure. Now, the, the problem with that sometimes is because there, there are some issues where there's not going to be closure. There's not going to be. There's actually, as a matter of fact, there's no right person. There's no right way of going forward. The only thing that can happen is for you to say, I love you. Is for you to affirm your love is for you to affirm that you want things to go forward. You see, many times people think going into the past, unpacking it, talking about it is going to help. And many times it helps nothing. It doesn't help. All it does is it brings back memories. All it does is it brings back defensiveness. All it does is it brings back um, the back and forths of what two people do not understand or, or people or families don't understand about each other. But the thing that we see in scripture about how to be a Peter is to only affirm that you love even when you're hearing, do you love me? Do you love me? Now, now this is where I want to I wanna, I wanna flip it, is that 
You you can't only see your Peter. You have to be a Peter. You also can't be a Judas yourself, where you are saying, "I'm gonna stay there. I'm gonna remain in this place, whether good or bad." You have to say that. Ah ah ah! I'm seeing in Scripture that the moment we are we are all not locked into a moment. It is us who lock ourselves into a moment. You have to see your life not like a picture, but you have to see your life like a movie. You see, what the enemy will do is the enemy will take your life and as something bad happens, he will want to screenshot that moment and say, that's who you are. That's how, or even make you screenshot someone else's life and say, that's who that person is. But scripture always points to us and say, it's a movie. It may look bad right now, but God is not yet done. It may look like it's not going upwards, but God is not done. It may look like it is not even something that is blessed, but God is not done. So you have to make sure that you're not going to have the attitude of, of, of Judas. But God will want to use people around you. God still has purpose over people. Even people who you may not be so, so, so close to. They, his hand, his image, his grace is over them. So now what? We must be like Peter. Where we see if there is an opportunity to connect with those who God loves, to connect with those who God has saved, to connect with those in our lives who we love even, to connect with those in our lives who maybe we see that, hey, we, we just need to affirm love to them, that we must take the opportunity and not wait for our boats to come out of the water. The time is now. Guys, this year is coming to an end. As a matter of fact, maybe it's not just about closing the year, but closing seasons. Before the season ends, be a Peter. Don't just see who's Judas and who's Peter. You must be the Peter and not the Judas. That's number one. I hope that's making sense. People. Number two. Number two, as we're getting into the transitioning into the new season, is you must connect to the power of prayer, to the power of prayer. Make sure that before you get into the new season that you have connected to prayer, that you are being prayerful. You see, there is one sense of having a time where you pray, but there's also the other sense of just being prayerful. The Bible says in Acts chapter 1 verse 68, it says, when they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times and dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power, power, power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So he sends them uh, into the upper room to pray and then they will get power. Power. You see, when you want to get into the new season, sometimes you get into it without power. And the Bible is telling us that there is power available for you. The Bible is telling us that there is power available for every challenge you will face. There is power available for the, the, the challenges, for the good things. Because I want you to know that you even need power to handle good things. You need power to handle opportunities. So the Bible is telling us, Jesus tells them, before the new season, before you are getting into being used by God, before you go into Judea, Samaria, and to all the ends of the earth, you must pray and receive that power. So, so this is not different from you. 
If you're going to get into a new job, you have to make sure before getting in there that you've already started the momentum of, of, of prayer. Now we're getting into a new year. Begin the, moment, the momentum of prayer before you get into the year, guys. But lastly, I want to say this. The next thing you have to connect to is to practice. What is practice? The Bible says, James in James chapter 2 verse 14 to 17 it says what good is it brothers and sisters if anyone claims to have faith but has no deeds can such faith save them suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food if one of you says to them go in peace keep warm and well fed does but does nothing about their physical needs what good is it in the same way faith by itself if it is not accompanied by action and i love that word it says action if faith is not accompanied by action it's dead you see you so so what does this mean about your faith for the new year what does this mean about faith for the new season what does this mean about faith for getting into that new job or or the 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 project the business you want to kick off the bible is telling us that you cannot say that you have faith without action. So as you are getting into a new season and, the, and often you have faith for the things that we have not yet seen. So getting into a new season, there are things we have not seen and we have faith for them. But the Bible is telling us that if you do not apply any action, I want to tell you right now, it's dead. It's dead, 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 dead. Dead. It's dead. If you do not have any action to your faith, it's dead. If you say, I believe, but you put no action, it's dead. If you say, I'm trusting, but there's no action, it's dead. If you say, I am holding on to hope, but there's no action, I'm telling you one more time, it's dead, that thing you're holding on to. Just, just, just leave it. It's dead. It's dead. So, so, as you're getting into the new season, let us pick up momentum and say, no, we are not going to wait to become those men of God. No, you're not going to wait to become that woman of God. No, you're not going to wait to become that person that you believe God's call, calling you to be. You're going to start now. You're going to start paying the price. You're going to start raising the standard. You're going to start looking differently, speaking differently now. Because that faith, it means nothing without the action. So we have to connect to practicing what we are preaching. Practicing what the Bible says. Not just believing it, but bringing it into action. And that's one thing I want to say to you. We have a few more days in, in, in um, 2023 and we're getting into 2024. I hope you catch this message before that time because we need to connect before we get into the new season. We have to be that host pipe connected to the pipe before God begins to release what is for us in the new season. I want to pray for you that you would make that decision to connect and not to just relax as if, as if we have that time to relax. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you. For this word i pray that it brought some form of clarity and excitement and energizing to the heart of the listener i pray in the name of jesus that as we're closing this year and as we're closing even this podcast episode give us grace for this new season we are believing it will be full of victory but also lord we're preparing ourselves for war we're preparing ourselves for challenges we're preparing ourselves my god for the trouble that you say is in this world but we thank god that you say that you have overcome 
from this world. So, Father, we have peace in that. Father, as we are closing this uh, podcast once more and this year, be with us, give us grace so that this new season would be powerful. But, Lord, even if it's not about the year, maybe it's about a job, maybe it's about a shift in life, I pray in the name of Jesus, give us grace in those regards. In Jesus' name we pray and we all say amen and amen. That's the J. Mokopa podcast. Next time you see me, we're going to be in 2024 and it's going to be delicious send this to your family send this to your friends send this to your loved ones and even send this to the haters because they need to connect to something that's going to change all of that hate in their heart so 2024 is a year of love right see you guys thank you so much remember god is love and i love you too we are out